everyone and welcome back to the dance parent podcast it's jake and Jana. thanks so much for joining us this week and this week we are talking about maximizing your students growth post convention weekend so we've had a lot of episodes where we've talked about how to best prepare your dancer for conventions and competitions and all the important things that are talked about before and going into it But with our studio just coming off of a convention weekend and traveling, we realized there's a lot that parents can do and talk about to help your dancers after the event is over, for sure. And maximizing on that is just giant for their growth. For sure. And we've had questions about how to help encourage students to do more or to get fired up and and to invest more maybe in their training or, or what have you. And I think coming off of a convention weekend... You know, conventions can really help, uh, especially if the mindset was right going in and what they took out of it can kind of be a springboard for them going forward. So let's be real here, too. I think a lot of times, especially when you travel um, or when you're going to some of these really big events, there's just so much talent, right? So we were just in Dallas this past weekend at 24-7, and it really felt like a little mini nationals, which is incredible talent everywhere of all ages and how students take that in even very talented students who are achieving things Mm -hmm. as well um can be very different right so you're gonna have some dancers that see that and start to feel this like unhealthy sense of just being unworthy and like Mm -hmm. i can't do that and i think that definitely needs guided and this comes from like very talented dancers who are Mm -hmm. achieving things too, right? They just see that volume of talent and can have that feeling. Um, So I think it's important that as parents and teachers and just all of the adults that are around them, that we help shape their view of these weekends and making sure that they feel inspired by students of the same age and what they're accomplishing and not put down by it. Um, And I think the cool thing about conventions is you're going to have some dancers that are just phenomenal tap dancers that you see in tap class. And then you're going to have some dancers that are like legit ballroom dancers. Then you have some that look great in ballet class. There's all these different things. And then there's of course the dancers that just do everything very well too. But rather than comparing, I think it's really important that they can look at these kids that are their age and go, okay, if they can do that, I can too. Absolutely. And I think that's a lot different than just, it feels so much more tangible, right? Um, as long as it's shaped correctly and we keep working on their confidence and how they get to this place, it's a lot different than looking at a pro dancer on Dancing with the Stars because that feels very far off to them. Or going and seeing professional ballet dancers mm-hmm. in a ballet company. All these things are wonderful. Kids should do all this. But seeing it from someone that's your age... A lot different to look across the room and see a a fellow 12-year-old. For sure. And it can and should be, and I've seen it be inspiring and healthy and positive. I just think it takes adults around them going, that can be you too. Most of the time, that kid did not look like that three years ago, four years ago. They've had to work for that, and you can too. Uh, Absolutely. I... 
I uh, think back to like what Greg Russell always used to say in class, which was, it should be a share, not a compare. And, and if we do it well and we are sharing with each other what we bring to the table and what we do well and what we're learning and all those things, I, I think it can be such a special, special experience for them that weekend. But I think that takes like constant guidance uh-huh yeah. and constant practice right i think also once the dancer is old enough to understand this which let's be real i kind of think from like ages eight and up they can be old enough to understand this mm-hmm. um i think it's a regular practice of okay i see that that's better than what i'm doing in that area i want to do that how do i do that too right and shutting down or redirecting I think redirecting is probably the better word redirecting those negative thoughts of they're better than me I can't do that and redirecting them into a how do I take some of that and put it on what I already do to become my best answer well right because let's face it uh, I mean a lot of times it's coming off of a competition portion of the weekend as well where you know everybody scores in in different places so it can be challenging to view it through that lens and then view it through the same lens of okay well what can I what can I learn from my, my peers in this room but so often these kids that end up that have been competing against each other they end up in the same college programs right, right? and they end up in the same professional arenas within this too sometimes So I think it's really important that they look around the room. I think it's really important that they make friends with kids from other studios. That's what I was just going to say, like mingle throughout the room and like make friends with different kids. 100%. I think it's so important. Um, I can't even begin to tell you how many things Jake and I have learned from talking to other studio owners and other teachers at these events. Um, I can't imagine my life as a studio owner without it actually. And I think... I would love to see the kids taking more advantage of that as well and meeting kids from other places and talking with them. Um, Because everywhere you go, it's going to be different, right? You're going to see some from some of these schools that are just like incredibly ballet trained. Go talk to them. Go find out, you know, what they do. Mm -hmm. What do they do over the summers? What intensives are they going to? Um, And then some of these kids that like just take all these ballroom classes, like, go find out what that's like tap Mm -hmm. contemporary all the things right um but i think those connections they can make can be so helpful and not just like i send this person a friend request when it's over (laughs) but like actually having conversations with people there and in the moment so valuable well right i mean we both not only do that from a studio owner standpoint but we do that with teachers as well you know what are you seeing maybe i have this challenge that i'm up against how have you navigated that before? What do you, what do you, what works for you? I, I think the building of a community within all of this is what is so vital and can make all of this so much easier and more attainable and honestly just so much more of a fluid process and, and easier to navigate for everyone. 100%. Yes. Another way that we talked about that is really an opportunity for parents to maximize their students' growth after one of these convention weekends is just in the car ride, uh, car ride uh, home, and, and talking to your student and asking them questions about not only what they learned but what the teacher said and and what um, what they got out of it. Bigger than just a step or or a cool combo. Um, even today, we were talking to some of our teens, and I want to say it was in uh, 
I want to say it was in like Lauren Adams' class, um, some of our older teens, that said that uh, she had kind of had a bit of a talk with them in the middle of it, a very uplifting and positive one, and it, they just couldn't stop thinking about it all week so far. And that's huge, you know, for for a young student, a young dancer, um, to to something for something to stick that many days later that I think is is really important that we don't let that opportunity go by because let's face it, when we're all busy, sometimes those things go away very quickly. So if there's something that they heard or they learned or they saw, I think unpacking that with them in the moment or in the hours that just uh, that just happened afterwards could be huge. One of my favorite things to talk about with the kids afterwards too is not just something they learned from a teacher, but something they learned from their own experience that went well or didn't went well, didn't went well, <laughs> didn't go well, that they would do differently in the future yeah. or something that went so great that they want to make sure they do that all the time. Because yes, they're learning so much from these people, but they're learning from their own experience too, whether yeah. that's something that is great or not so great. And I think taking the time to like, reflect on those and verbalize it even if it's just to parents in the car or on the plane afterwards um I think that can be huge so it doesn't get lost and so that they don't show up to the next event and some of these things go beyond dance too I think a lot of the things that they're learning when it goes well or doesn't go well in preparation and auditioning can apply to so much in life right whether it's interviews or just anything that they have to put themselves out there to accomplish, whether it's a speech at school, all sorts of stuff. So I think verbalizing that helps them to remember. So hopefully they don't have that moment as we all do with things in life of like, oh my gosh, I did it again, right? So I think that can be really helpful as well. Well, and I think you hit the nail right on the head when you said reflection is key because there is so much information um, honestly being thrown at these kids in one weekend, in just a few days. I mean, the volume of material and the volume of things that they're hearing, that they're seeing, that they're doing um, is tremendous. So they're not going to remember everything. They're not going to hang on to everything. But hopefully if we can drill down on some of these things, they'll carry with them the important things Mm -hmm. from that weekend. And then another one that we talked about is learning how to learn something from any class, even if it's not your favorite. Huge. Well, I think this is huge, huge. beyond dance as well, right? Um, how can I better myself on a day at work where I'm not working on my favorite thing? Or how can I study for this test at school that's not in my favorite subject? I think there's... The beauty of it is these kids all love dance, right? <laughs> or else they wouldn't <laughs> be there. So we love dancing, let's say this style or this combo or this teacher isn't necessarily my favorite, it's still in this thing I love. Mm -hmm. So rather than, sometimes I'll just hear, even in the hallways at convention, kids talking about, I just didn't really like that class or I didn't like that combo. And I think if they can quiet those thoughts as much as possible and focus on what they can take from every class, they're going to get so much more out of it. And I think if parents are regularly encouraging that as well, because I think it's okay to have observations, right? And it's okay for not everything to be your favorite. I think it's okay to say that. But I don't know that it needs to turn into multiple minutes of what we didn't like about something. Mm -hmm. Because I just think our uh, 
our minds could be used in a better way within these conventions. For sure. And I think it's kind of teaching your student, teaching our students to be consummate learners. And if, if you're going to be a consummate learner, that means that every situation, every environment, every class, every whatever in your life, you can take something from. You can learn something, the smallest thing. And uh, even as, adult, as adults, you know, there have been plenty of um, classes or different things that, that we've experienced that maybe is not our jam, but at the same time, like there are, there are nuggets of wisdom that if you are open to it, you will receive. And I think teaching kids at an early age that that's always a possibility for them if their eyes are open for it can be really advantageous for their mindsets as they grow up. Mm-hmm. And culturally, for our studio, um, we've always felt this way. I think it's really important that kids learn to minimize judgment and critical thoughts at convention. Um, And I'm not saying they're never going to have them, but when it becomes a lot of, I didn't like that teacher, or that dancer isn't very good, why did they win that? Or even critical thoughts on themselves, Mm. right? Of like, I'm so bad, I can't do this. I always think what a waste of mental energy, right? When there's really- so much that we could be taking in or focusing on what we want to do better or or even just appreciating what others are doing well, you know? So I think it's important. I think that's like a this black hole that's hard to get out of, right? Mm. Once they start thinking in that pattern and that's what they associate with convention or with dance class, dance becomes a very different thing for them. Um, I also think I've seen most dancers that judge others, whether that's teachers or other dancers or themselves, develop this fear that others are always judging them. They're the ones that are the most afraid to put themselves out there. And so I think that's something as parents we can tend to forget is the more they're allowing themselves to be critical of others or judging others. There's this like constant fear in the back of their head that someone else is doing that with them. So I also realize this is difficult with teenagers, right? Cause you want them to feel heard and supported and all the things. Um, but I think it's important that we just redirect it as much as possible. So you can hear those thoughts, but rather than it become a 10 minute conversation of why I just didn't like that class or, that the uh, I, I've watched this one some this week or that those teachers that were in the audition didn't even try to look at the whole room or I mean that's gonna happen with things right so rather than it becoming critical of those people what could you do to improve your chances next time what could you do to do it differently um not that you're going to get things every time by any means um gosh, I could go all over the place here. I have lots of thoughts. Um, But one, I even had a conversation with one of our dancers who's won scholarships a lot this year and didn't this past time and was standing on the side and just really didn't get seen. And what I told her was, when you go shopping for clothes and you walk into a store and they have tons of cute clothes right in the front, you're not super worried about finding the things that are in the back or on the sides. You're just looking at what's standing out to you. Well, when there's a lot of good dancers in the room, those people that are picking out the scholarships aren't necessarily going to go way out of their way, right? When there's enough talent right there in front of them, that's typically what they're going to see. Now, that can be helpful, right? Then I can stand somewhere different. I can do something different to be seen next time. 
But when it becomes just this like they're bad, they didn't try judgment track, it's only going to make them feel worse about it the next time, right? And it Instead takes of control. empowered. And it takes control, right, out of their hands and they're not they're not empowered. Like one hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. My other thought on this is when they don't accomplish something that they really wanted to, or even that they think they just kind of like nailed the audition and mm. didn't get seen. I think it can be important and you can bring this up and you can say, we talked about it on the podcast. Um, I think it's important that they have those experiences. And I think we've talked about this before, but I think not letting, they're going to be disappointed, right? Like sometimes these kids that put in the work all the time and they feel like they nailed the audition and they just didn't get seen. I think it's important for them to know if they want to go on and do this or even with anything in life, right? We never win everything all the time. And I worry sometimes about those kids that have never had the experience sure. of not, not doing well, not just when they know they didn't have a good performance because I think most kids can rationalize that like, gosh, that just didn't go well today. But the kids that feel like they nailed something and still don't get it, anymore as a teacher and it's going to sound weird and I just had this conversation with a student this week too I'm almost thankful for it because it will life will throw them moments like this and learning to deal with it is giant and I think it's one of the best things that can come from dance and from all this is I did everything right and it still didn't happen and the sun still came up the next day and I'm still the same me and I do the same things that's going to get me there eventually. Right. Now, if they feel like they're nailing it all the time and never getting recognition, then there's probably something sure. to look at, right? But a lot of times it's just kids that are doing great that just didn't get seen that day. And I think learning to deal with that is, gosh, one of the best things that can come from all of this. I think it can make them hungrier. I think it can make them more resolute. And I think it can also... Uh, help them really develop a strong sense of self-confidence if they know that they truly did all that they could do. If they're one of those kids that, like Jana said, is always you know working their tail off and doing everything right, and they know that, man, I, I did have a good day, then there was nothing more you could have done. Especially right? if you've received that recognition before. Exactly. Right? Like, I know I'm still good. Like, I know yeah. things didn't fall apart in the last two weeks. I'm okay. I'm still me. And I'm going to keep working hard. And the next time, it's probably going to go differently because it has yeah. in the past. Absolutely. Um, but I think also as parents, you guys are super important in those conversations because it can spiral so quickly, right? It can be, is there anything you could have done differently? Anything that went different? And if the answer is like, no, I did everything. I got in the front center. I nailed it. Okay, cool. Then that, that was it for today, right? And then we try again next time. Um but I think sometimes it can become, well, did this girl get one? Did this girl get one? Did she get noticed? And then that just spirals for them. Right. So the way that conversation goes is huge. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, you know, I feel like we've said it over and over now. I don't know what episode we're on. Um, you probably do. What is this, 16, 17? I've probably said it 16 <laughs> times, but I feel like I'm even realizing more and more as we do these and we talk about this every week, just how important your role is as the dance parent mm -hmm. and making sure that these things stay on a 
positive and not super critical, not only of themselves, but of others, um, that it stays on that path is just giant for their self-confidence. And even if you're not partaking in the part where it becomes critical, I think just redirecting fairly quickly is also very helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think so important. I think, um, like Janice said earlier, I think it's important that they're heard and they feel heard and feel seen in those moments. Cause it's not a bad thing if, if they're having those feelings or yeah. those questions and everything. But I think trying to ask the questions to redirect, to get them to see it past that moment is, is really important for their growth. So, yes. um, so that's one of the things that can help maximize your students growth post-convention weekend so um yeah we hope this helped and uh we enjoyed kind of coming up with this one as well but uh, as always if you have any recommendations or topics that you would like us to cover uh please shoot us a message and uh with that we'll look forward to talking to you guys next week so thanks again for joining us on the podcast and we'll look forward to talking to you then have a great week everyone thanks guys